Welcome to the Property Magic Podcast. My name is Simon Zucci, and in this podcast, I'm going to deep dive into the property investing strategies and investor mindset for my book, Property Magic. I will also share real estate investing hints, tips, and tricks, which I normally only share on my Property Mastermind Mentorship. Hello, and welcome to episode number 104 of the Property Magic Podcast in which I'm going to explore the investor mindset versus homeowner thinking and why it's important to you. Now, if you have homeowner thinking, it will slow your progress as a property investor. And so I want to help you make the mental shift from a homeowner thinking to investor mindset. I need to say that the information I'm sharing with you is not financial advice. It's meant for educational purposes only. I want to expand your mindset and give you the opportunity to challenge your own conventional thinking, especially if you're new to property investing. Let's start by explaining how most homeowners think. They believe that when you buy a property, obviously you need to put in a deposit and also you need to get a mortgage. And that mortgage is based on your income. So it's very important to make sure you can afford to repay the mortgage. If you can't repay your home mortgage, the mortgage company will unfortunately foreclose on you. They'll repossess the property, take it back and sell it for less than it's worth. So really, it's very important to make sure you can afford your mortgage. And this is something that a lot of investors hold very close in their mind. Now, homeowners will often take out a repayment mortgage for their residential home. Now, this is for three main reasons. First of all, the mortgage needs to be paid off by the time you retire. When you retire, you generally have a dip in income, and so you won't be able to afford to pay a home mortgage. So it does need to be paid off by that time. A repayment mortgage is obviously each month, not only do you pay interest, you're also paying some of the capital back. So by the end of the mortgage term, which might be 20, 25 years, you've completely paid off the mortgage. So that's the first reason why most people do repayment mortgages on their own home. The second reason is actually most lenders don't like interest only mortgages for home loans. And the third reason is we're told from a very early age that debt is bad and we need to pay it off as soon as possible. Now, I will say, for those people who only ever have one property, i.e. their own home, the idea of paying off the mortgage as quickly as possible is probably a really good idea because it will save you a fortune in interest and also you'll have a lot more money in later life. But that's only if you have just one property. Now, people often make assumptions about mortgages because we're never taught about this in school or college. Um, However, on a side note, I'm delighted to announce in 2022, I'll be launching my own foundation to help with this. You see, I think it's a tragedy that our schools just don't prepare kids for modern day life. The schooling system is 150 years old and it's just not appropriate. It doesn't teach anyone about money, cash flow, budgeting. And so we're going to put that right. So look out for that. I've been talking about it for many, many years. And finally, it's happening in 2022. But back to the topic about investor mindset versus homeowner thinking. Now, let's compare homeowner thinking to investor mindset. And here are some of the assumptions and belief that homeowners have about mortgages. First of all, when we think about homeowner thinking, often those people believe that sometimes they can only get one mortgage. You have one mortgage on your home and that's it. Well, the reality is you can actually get multiple investment mortgages. Homeowner thinking believe that our mortgages are based on our income. 
And yes, for your own home, your own income is very important. But the reality is for investment mortgages, the lending is based far more on the rental income from the property than your own personal income. Some mortgage lenders will want to see you have a certain amount of personal income. Some mortgage lenders, they really don't care. It's all about the rental property. Homeowner thinking believes that mortgages need to be repayment. Well, as an investor, where possible, we want to get interest-only mortgages. Now, I know that's not possible in some countries, but where you can get interest-only mortgages, that's absolutely what you want to do. Homeowner thinking believes, I can only get mortgages to a certain age. Reality is, with investment mortgages, your age is not important because you're not the person living there paying the mortgage. You've got tenants paying for you, so your age is really not that important. So to understand the differences in mindset between homeowners and investors, we need to think about why you're investing and also how you're investing. Now, I am generalizing, but for most people, the reason they invest in property is all about creating extra cash flow. Ideally, they want to replace their earned salary. So that means you no longer have to work for a living, but instead you can start doing things that are more important to you in your life. Now, if you have repayment mortgages on your investment properties, then the monthly fee you're going to pay to the mortgage company is going to be much higher than if it was an interest only mortgage, because as well as paying interest, you're paying some of the capital down. What that means is it's going to have a negative effect on your cash flow. The higher the mortgage payment, the less cash flow you're going to have, which means you'll need more properties to get to the point where you replace your income. Now, when I explain this, some investors say, oh, yes, but Simon, you're paying down the mortgage on your investment property. And that's a good thing. Well, that is homeowner thinking again. Think about it. As an investor, as the value of your property goes up over time, most investors intend to remortgage their investment property to take out the initial deposit so you can go and buy another property. So in other words, over time, we're going to be increasing the amount of mortgage we have on that property because we're remortgaging it. So why would we bother to be paying it down now if we're only going to increase it in the future and it's having this negative effect on our cash flow? You've got to start thinking like an investor and stop thinking like a homeowner. Now, there might be a time in your career when you do want to start paying down your mortgages because you want to have a load of properties that are debt free. And whilst I understand that sentiment, again, it comes to homeowner thinking. As I said, I fully appreciate in many countries you can't get interest only mortgages. So if it has to be a repayment mortgage, in that case, what you want to do is make the repayment mortgage for as long as possible. That will reduce the monthly payments you make, and so it will give you more cash flow. So if you had a 15-year repayment mortgage, the payments would be much higher than a 25-year repayment mortgage because you've got to pay the capital back in 15 years. So by making the term as long as possible, you're going to reduce the monthly payment, thus giving you more cash flow. Now, of course, by extending the length of the term, you will be paying more interest over time. But that doesn't really matter because you're not the person who's covering the cost of the mortgage. It's your tenants who are living in your rental property that are covering all of these costs for you. So at the end of the day, if you get more cash flow in your pocket, does it really matter? Now, 
In the UK, you can absolutely get interest-only mortgages, and that's one of the many reasons why the UK is one of the best places to invest, because it has a very mature and sophisticated mortgage market. The other news is that you don't have to live in the UK to invest in the UK. That's why we have so many international investors, some of whom are expats, some of whom are foreign nationals. They want to invest in the UK because it's a very stable place to invest, and also, the mortgage market is very friendly towards investors. Now, people often say to me, well, this is all very well, Simon, and I understand the need to get cash flow, but don't you have to eventually pay off the mortgage? So there are several options here. First of all, remember this is a rental property. You don't live there, unlike your own home where you always need somewhere to live. You could always sell that rental property at the end of the 2025-year mortgage. Now, obviously, the value probably will have gone up. There's no guarantee, but typically in the UK, on average, every 10 years, property prices double. That doesn't mean prices double every 10 years everywhere. It is very much an average. But over a good long period of 20, 25 years, I've certainly seen that happen on my properties. So let's assume that happens. If you took out an interest-only mortgage, in 20 years' time, the mortgage is going to be very small compared to the value of the property. And also, just because of inflation, inflation is where prices naturally go up over time, well, inflation is good for us as an investor because it erodes away the true value of your debt. So £100,000 now will buy a lot more than £100,000 in 25 years because that £100,000 will be worth less because of inflation. But inflation also means the value of our property will have gone up. So we could always sell the property. We'd have to pay a tax, normally capital gains tax, on the difference between what we bought the property and what we sell it for. But you're paying tax on profit that you've made. And obviously, you can just clear the mortgage. Now, if you've got a number of properties... What you could do is sell just a few of your properties, use all of the profit to clear all of the mortgages on the rest of your properties. That means you end up with some properties completely unencumbered. And that was my original plan when I started investing. But as I started to educate myself and learn more about property investing, I realized that initial thinking was very much homeowner thinking. And that's kind of what we're conditioned to do. You see, there's a big problem with having a load of unencumbered properties, and that is inheritance tax. Now, in most countries around the world, when you die, you're going to pay tax on your net assets. That's your assets, less any liabilities. Now, I think in places like Australia, they don't have inheritance tax, which is amazing, but most countries, they do. So if you have this big, valuable portfolio with all your mortgages paid off, you're going to pay a huge amount of money, or rather your estate will pay a huge amount of money to the tax man. Now, you might be very happy with that. You may not be so happy. But here's a thought for you. Do you need to ever pay off your investment mortgages? Whilst I agree, yes, your own home mortgage, you have to pay that off. But your investment mortgages, do you ever need to pay them off? You see, what happens at the end of the 20-year mortgage term is maybe you could remortgage to another lender. In fact, if you've had a mortgage for 20 years, that's very unusual. You probably would have already remortgaged several times within that 20-year period. But here's the really important point. If you keep on remortgaging the property and taking money out, the money that you take out is debt, and so that is tax-free. And actually, the amount of debt you have over time will increase now, homeowner thinking would say, well, that's really bad. I can't afford to do that. 
But remember, the value of your assets, your property portfolio is also going up over time. So it's okay as long as the value of your assets is more than the value of your debt. Now, the real benefit of this, and I want you to think very carefully about this, is remember, inheritance tax is worked out on your net assets. They take all of your assets, take off all your debts, your liability, whatever's left over your net assets, that's what you pay inheritance tax on. So if you keep on increasing your debt, you're actually reducing the amount of your net assets. That also means it reduces the amount of inheritance tax you are going to pay. And you might say, well, hang on a minute, Simon, I want to leave lots to my family. And there are ways of doing that. But the whole point is, if you've taken lots of money out of your properties whilst you've been living, some of that money you could have given to your kids, to your nephews and nieces, and helped them on their property journey. And the benefit of that is not only you reduce your tax, but also you see your loved ones benefiting from your kind gift rather than once you're no longer here, well, you don't know what happens. So understanding tax is very, very important. And Robert Kiyosaki, the author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad, he says that to become wealthy, you need to learn not only how to make money, but also how to keep money. On that note, in 2022, we're going to be running a big wealth creation and protection event. Not so much about making money, but actually holding on to and growing your money. So look out for that next year when we announce details. I do hope this podcast has stimulated your thinking and got you thinking not so much like a homeowner, but more like a property investor. And it is a big mental shift. But when you get there, I promise you, you're going to be a far more successful investor. You're going to make a lot more money when you have the right kind of mindset. And finally, a recommendation and a request. If you've enjoyed this podcast, why not subscribe to it? It's completely free, comes out every Tuesday with 15 to 20 minutes of original content from me, often taken from Property Magic or from my Mastermind program. And I really hope it inspires you and helps you become a more successful investor. We've got well over 100 episodes now, so you might want to go back and listen to some of the past episodes that I think will really help you. And if you get value from this podcast, I'd love it if you could scroll all the way to the bottom of the episodes. And there's usually an option for you to leave a review. If you can give me a five star review and say how much you've benefited from listening to podcasts, I think it would really help other people to find this podcast in the future and also they can benefit as well. So until next time, remember to always invest with knowledge, invest with skill. Thanks for listening to the Property Magic Podcast. To get this week's show notes, please visit www.propertymagicbook.co.uk forward slash podcast. You can contact me via LinkedIn. You can follow me on social media. And I highly recommend you subscribe to my YouTube channel to watch loads of valuable property trading for free. All of the details are available in the show notes. Until next time, invest with knowledge, invest with skill.